Hi, I'm David. And I'm Shay. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game related topics. On tonight's show, we will be covering the news, what we've been playing, and for our main topic is Christmas gifts. Not or, not to be confused with the Christmas gift list yeah, we did two weeks ago. This isn't the gift guide. This is I'm gonna give somebody a board game gift. How do I how do I make that successful? Or, or what things can I do to make that successful for the person you're giving it to? Right. So it doesn't just sit in the corner for the rest of their lives. Right. Yes. Excellent. Okay. What we've been playing. Did uh, I play anything? I did not no, play No, you anything. didn't play no. anything. Listen, I got finals this weekend, I, okay? I've stopped thinking in fact, you play board games. In fact, uh, as of, like, we taped this show early, right? Yep. But as of the show going out, I will have a final in an hour. So please wish me luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I got a few new games to the table. Uh, I played Whistle Mountain, which is from Scott Capula and... I can't think of the other guy's name. Uh, don't look it. at me. I don't know any names of anybody. I know. I know Feld. It's not Feld. No. Um. I know. Um. The Stonemeyer guy. Uh huh. Um. I know. Um. Uwe Rosenberg. Do you know? Do you know Luke Laurie? No. Okay. Well, Luke Laurie. Uh. Fairly new designer, but he's put out some really good stuff. Whistle Mountain got a lot of good reviews. Cryo's got really good reviews, and there's been a couple other ones I can't think of off the top of my brain, but... Uh, so Whistle Mountain is vaguely related to Whistle Stop, mm -hmm. in that they both have whistles in them. Uh, and Scott Capula did both games, and Bezier produced both games. Uh, there are no similarities in the gameplay whatsoever, so... It's kind of a misdirection to call it something so closely related, like as Whistle Mountain, Whistle Stop, and using the same key or uh, fonts and stuff on the game. But Whistle Mountain is a much, much heavier game than Whistle Stop. Whistle Stop was very basic train game. You've played that one. Yes. Uh, Whistle Stop, you are. You're. You're building out on a grid pattern. You're using Tetra shapes to build out scaffolding and then putting buildings on top of that scaffolding, sort of like in the Hall of the Mountain King where you're dedicating the Great Halls. Uh, in this one, you're putting machines out and you have three ships. You have a balloon, a zeppelin, and a blimp. Mm -hmm. And each of them are a little bit bigger than each other. And whatever it touches on that main grid is what activates. So some are just resources, some are running machines, which... Uh, some of the machines break the game, like do new rules for wh while it's above water. And some are just giving you stuff. Uh, the timing mechanic in it is you have workers on the side of the grid underneath the bridge. Uh, as all of those are gone, the game's going to end. Uh, as you start building above the bridge, the water's going to start to rise. And it has this neat little system where you're moving these waters up and they all sit in place because there's plastic places or plastic pieces that hold everything in place and any workers that haven't been moved onto the grid and have been saved fall into the whirlpool where you have to save them or else you're going to lose five points at the end of the game 
probably not going to do this game justice talking about how it plays. Uh, <laughs> but on your turn, it's just there's a lot going on. Yeah. On, on your turn, you're going to either put a ship out or you're going to pull your ships back. Uh, when you put a ship out, you're going to activate everything it touches or do the spots around the board that you go to, like get new buildings, get cards, uh, get more scaffolding pieces, and the scaffolding pieces are the Tetris shapes. Yep. Uh, or uh, upgrades, and the upgrades give you an ongoing bonus as you go forward. Uh, when you pull your ships back, it allows you to do builds and have a rescue of a character. Uh, so either moving them from the, the side of the the uh, under the bridge area to one of the scaffolds and then once you build on it you move it across into the tower or saving them out of the whirlpool there are a lot of decisions in this game and i didn't start out very well and your brother did <laughs> <laughs> so as after i got going we were very even but up to that point he had crushed me so i couldn't catch up right uh i would consider this a a solid medium weight uh not quite heavy yep but there there's lots going on and there's lots of decisions but all of them are fairly straightforward uh there's some bonus actions you can do other than the two and you can do one card or one of the ribbons which you get for moving your people onto the tower uh and they're free actions for the most part or allow you to do a bonus action is what they're called uh End result, really solid game, and looking forward to trying this with more players. We played it at two. I, I think with three or four, it's going to be a lot more crowded and a lot more uh, almost cutthroat. The, the interaction is battling for those spots on the board, and you're putting your people beside somebody else's person, so when they build, they have to move yours across as well. Yep. Really solid design. Uh, Cryo is the other one from Luke Glory that I really want to play. And hoping to get it over Christmas here. Because uh, Jeff has it in and I usually get my gift card from work for there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other one I've played, a uh, new one that I played was uh, Lords of Scotland. Uh, this... You talked about that last week. Did I talk about yeah. that last week? Yeah, because you mentioned Oh, it on right, because we recorded later last week. Never mind. Okay, so <laughs> let's not talk about Lords of Scotland. <laughs> Let's do... Something in deja vu moment. I'm like, wait, we just yeah. talked about this. Let's do Palad Paladins of the West Kingdom with the new expansion, right. City of Crowns. Yes. Uh, me, your brother, and mum played this one and had a really good time. Uh, the expansion adds one more track. You go up. It was a diplomacy track and a couple more actions you can take and just spread it out a little bit. The, now the center board is almost... Four feet long. <laughs> it, it, it was a table hug. We, we were crowded on our game table, and we haven't been crowded on the game table for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I did not use the expansion and won the game. Uh, a lot of time that bothers me in games, but Paladins is one where you can't do everything, and if... If you had to do the expansion, I think it would lose some of the balance of the game, right? Where, okay, I have to do that to win. Uh, Paladins is wonderful in that everybody can do something a little different and still win. Uh, so Jordan went heavy into the expansion. 
Mum went heavy into a couple other tracks and I went heavy into other tracks and we were all within about eight points of each other in the end. Uh, I love Paladins. It's my number one game of all time right now. Uh, nothing's really surpassed it because every time I play it, I love it even more. Uh, the closest is Viticulture. It's just... Uh, Paladins... I don't know what it is about it, but it just sings to me. Yeah. Uh, I like the new expansion, even though I didn't use it. Uh, I didn't think it detracted from the game is the biggest thing. It, it just gave you more options on how to try and win. Yeah. And, and that's what I like out of an expansion. Uh, your mom didn't love it because uh, she thought... It, it bothered her that she didn't have to use it or it was more complicated to use in her mind that she didn't wrap her mind, head around it. Mm-hmm. I think as we play it more, or if we play it in a four-player, I think it will become more of a factor, I think, in the game. Uh, it kept Jordan in the game. By no means was he out of it. As I said, he was within eight points of me winning. Uh, so, solid. Plus, we have the new big box, which I love for his big box games, because that game specifically yeah. filled that box well, completely. Well, we had a band around it because yeah. the box lift was so crazy. It is certainly nice to see it fit, you know, nicer on that, that shelf. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's next expansion's coming is the Architects, and Viscounts has got two expansions and a big box coming oh, in January wow. to Kickstarter, which I'm torn on because Viscounts wasn't my favorite. Yeah. It, it wasn't bad. It just yeah. wasn't the best of the three. Exactly. Uh, the other one I played, Rajas of the Ganges, uh, another one of my top ten games of all time. Uh, we brought in some of the expansions from the goodie boxes. All, all the expansions in the goodie box one and two are modular, so you can sort of pick and choose what you put into the game. Yep. Uh, this is the first time we've used... No, actually, I guess we've used a few of the expansions before, like the different tiles and stuff. Uh, I went through, read them, and the ones that didn't seem to complicate or needed more explanation, I left out so we could get the game going right away. Uh, I didn't want a big, long, okay, this I use this expansion, this I use this expansion, but everything we added was more of a, some of them were like a catch-up mechanism where it would give the person behind a bonus compared to everybody else. Uh, so I really like that. Uh, in the end, me and your brother tied, and your mom was right behind us, and he won on a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, me and mom did that the other day, too, and I accepted my loss. What? That's the thing. Tiebreakers, you have to have a reason, and it, it made sense to me how, how the tiebreaker worked. It was the first person who actually went past. Uh, I Oh, yeah, because the thing is is that it's the farthest person past, yes. right? So, yeah. Yeah, so at the start of, or in the last round we played, I reached my other one, which kicks end of game. It means the game's going to end. Yep. And then on Jordan's next turn, he went past. And then on my next turn, I went past. So it's the first person that actually fully goes past, yep. not just reaches. So... Makes sense to me. Yeah, he got there first. He won. Uh, all the expansions, as I say, were good. I'm looking forward to trying more of them. I, I don't know if I'll ever play with every single one. Uh, it's just... I think it might lose some of the quaintness of that game, of how smooth and how wonderful it is. That everything makes sense, everything seems related, and you understand how, how to do well in that game. Uh, so that was Rajas the Ganges with... Some expansions from 
the goodie box. Nice. Okay, let's get into the news. Yes, if you're just joining us, we are bored on the air, and uh, we're talking about what well, we just finished talking about, what we've been playing, yes. Dave did, uh, and I am about to talk about the news. Okay. So I got, uh, I want to start off with a couple things that I missed in the last news. Okay. Um, there's, there's slightly older ones, but some interesting. Did I talk about the One Ring 2nd Edition? I don't think I did. One Ring 2nd Edition, like War of the Ring? No, it's called The One Ring. No, I don't remember so you saying that. So there's a Lord of the Rings game, The One Ring. It looked very familiar when I saw the picture. A couple, I think it was last week, the pre-orders opened for the second edition. Okay. Looks like it was just an, it's an, it's a reprint, right? It's a nicer version okay. of it. But I think the One Ring is a relatively popular game. So, you know, Lord of the Rings, right? There's a yep. million of them out there, but there is a second edition out. Okay. Um, Marvel Champions announced an expansion, Sinister Six. Yes, I think yes. we had mentioned this at some point. Did we? Okay, yeah, because Fantasy, so it's from Fantasy Flight. And it's, uh, they're adding new Spider-Verse characters. You got Gwen Stacy's Ghost Spider, Miles Morales, Sandman, Venom, Mysterio, Electro, Hobgoblin, Dr. Octopus. Octopus? Yes, with the T at the end. Puss. Yeah. Um, and yes. uh, And this is a big box one, right? Uh, it doesn't say. It, like, I have actually their listing here, and it did, it, they don't have all of the information on it, including who, like, the big bad guy is. Yeah, I think Um, this is, like, their, uh... Red Skull, yeah. and the, I think they've done two big box expansions, like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, this one, and, it and this sounds, one is on the same line. It sounds really big, like with the amount of characters they put in it. So yeah, it's 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 a living card game. Yep, we uh, played it, haven't we? I haven't played it. Jordan okay. played it once. Uh, I played it. I thought we played it together. Nope. Okay. No, I haven't delved into any living card games because my collectophobia. Yeah. Would. Uh, I, I would buy stuff I would never use. Yeah. Right? I, I don't... It, it's funny, because I always say I don't need everything for a game, but if you it is... You absolutely do. That is a it is, lie. If it is specifically, <laughs> like, more content, I he, do. But like he is some a liar. <laughs> some expansions I don't buy. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of any of them, but yeah, some yeah. of them I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure, keep going, Dad. Dig yourself in a hole. I haven't bought the expansion for Lost Ruins of Arnak yet. 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 Because it's not out, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so there's that one. Uh, and the last of kind of the older news, um, from Tabula Games, Ryozen is on Kickstarter. I think it's still open. Okay. Um, but the reason I wanted to bring this one up, it's a worker placement game. Mm-hmm. And it has a layered rotating board. Ooh. I know, right? I it, might have to view yeah, this one. When, when I looked it up, they didn't have any pictures. And I was just like, that sounds really cool. And it also sounds like there's an engine building aspect to it because they say there's resource engines. Okay. So it sounds really neat from the short description they yep. gave. I kind of want to look more into it. But the layered rotating board is really what got me. Well, it's... It's very... Like, it reminds me of how you guys described Zulkin, right? I haven't played Zulkin yet. Yeah. But it has that ro- rotating, right? Well, and that's uh, Praga, Praga Kaput uh, Rajay, the uh, Valerie Suchi one has a rotating thing too and it's dual la- or triple layer so as it spins one piece falls through and that's at the point it stops and you have to reset stuff yeah another cool idea right and you know we always talk about uh oh what was the other one with the gold and the and the stuff uh, oh the gold and the stuff yes the one with the magnetic spinny thing 
what, the, the cowboy one? Yeah. Coloma? Coloma, that's it. I <laughs> <laughs> drew a blank today. Coloma's another one that has a neat little mechanic. Yeah. Okay, keep uh, going. All right, uh, the biggest news of the day. Azul has a scratch-off lotto card in Quebec. <laughs> Serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. I'm not talking any more about it, but it's a legit thing, and it's $15,000 that you can win from it. Um, nice. <laughs> the actual biggest news, I think, uh, Flat River Group bought or acquires great, Greater Than Games. Um, they are Greater Than Games is known for Spirit Island. Um, what's the other one that I saw? Oh, boy, what's the other one? I can't Good remember. Question. Um, but anyway, Spirit Island is one that they is is a big one of theirs, yeah. right? Um, and Flat River Group is a big distributor of games. Yeah. Because from what it described, so they now have greater than games, and I guess they're going to be distributing their games. Okay. There, there is one more purchase that's a little bit bigger than. Oh, that. really? That's the one that I saw. Okay, I'll, um, I'll add can, mine. You can in finish a that. Yeah. Um, from I haven't seen many game announcements or anything from PAX that just finished. No. But Pandasaurus was demoing and has announced Skull Island Ski Fest, uh, a new game from them. It's it. So what you're doing is it sounds like you're playing cards to complete runs, right? Okay. So think Ticket to Ride ish, yeah. where you're completing things. But those cards also need to contain like tricks so that you show off to the crowd, and you're trying to gain points. And the board looks like a ski run, like you're going down the cool. ski run. So it sounds interesting. Looks kind of fun. And Pandasaurus makes great games. Yes. Um, what Great else dinosaur do we games. Great dinosaur games. Fantastic dinosaur games. Uh, train game reprint. Uh, she Shikoku eighteen eighty nine, which is a reprint of eighteen eighty nine history of Shikoku Raila Railways. Okay, so an eighteen X game. It's an, it actually is known as one of the big entry level eighteen X games because okay. it's shorter and it's easier to teach, but it is an eighteen X game. Yeah. Uh, but they're reprinting it. Cool. And it's set in Japan uh, around kind of when they opened up and they can start building railways. Other than that, it's exactly what you imagine a train game is. Yeah. Pre-orders are open for the Heroes of the Grid uh, expansions. Heroes of the Grid is a Power Rangers game from Renegade Games. Oh, that yeah. one. Okay, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's expansions coming out. I put it in because Renegade Games is quite well known. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're putting expansions out on Kickstarter. Yeah, I haven't heard too much like buzz, about it, no. buzz either way on that but, game. But I mean, they got Kickstarter, or they got expansions. Yeah, it, it sold well as far yeah. as I know. And Power Rangers is fun, right? People yeah. like Power Rangers. So, uh, final one here. D&D Roll and Write from WizKids. Uh, they're called Dungeon Scrawlers. Okay. <laughs> and the thing is, is that they didn't, they didn't really call it a Roll and Write, but it's a book that you mark up, right? Like, it's obviously a Roll and Write style. Yeah. And it's based, it's shown as a family style game. Okay. So, there's not much out there that I saw about it. It just sounded fun, because you're literally going through, like, a dungeon. Yeah. You know, writing stuff down, and there's narrative aspects to it. Um, so, that sounded pretty fun. Cool. And it has some cute artwork on it. Yes. Because it's, like, cartoon D&D. Yes. I think that's everything. People still don't know why Kickstarter is doing blockchain. Yeah. They don't know the problem they're trying to solve. I don't know the problem they're trying to solve, but that's still going on. Yeah, it's going to hurt them. Yeah. It's definitely going to hurt them. I'm, I'm worried about the creators that are using Kickstarter. Yeah. I'm worried it's going to hurt them. Luckily, there is another option. Yeah. GameFound is out and apparently costs less and seems to do the same thing. Yeah, I just... 
don't don't um for the people who are still on Kickstarter right now, don't like boycott your favorite creators because they have nothing to do with this. Yes, right. Yeah, it's like, not their decision. Like don't don't hurt the creators you like and the small creators that are still on it just just because of this for now, right? Oh, exactly. As people move over, then you switch. Yeah. No, it's 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 one of those things that if it happens because it yeah. hasn't happened yet. No, it's supposed to be late next year. Exactly. At that point then then you can make that decision. Mm-hmm. And and some companies have said, you know, if they go this way, we're moving away. Yeah. So, okay. All right, what's the big buy you saw? Okay, Asmodee sold. Oh, like, the aren't they the ones who've been buying everybody? So Asmodee has been buying everyone, has always been buying everyone, and were bought by a French company a couple years ago, 2018-ish. And about three months ago said they were going to try and sell themselves for $2 billion. Oh, wow. Uh, they didn't get the $2 billion. They got $2.75 billion. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and it was by a company in Sweden, Finland area. Okay. Uh, which does a lot of video games and other types of gaming. And it sounds like this is this their first foray into... Board games. Board games. Uh but their goal is to expand that. Yeah. Uh, previously, the company was just a finance company that was running Asmodee. Uh, they had no invested interest in growing the company other than financially. Right. Uh, so, last couple of years, they've their model has changed quite a bit. Uh, I'm curious to see what this new company does with it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw nothing about that anywhere, and I was on Twitter. Like <laughs> it was on BGG. Ah, um, also finishing off Dice Tower podcast is coming to an end. Yes, so, ten episodes I think left. I just saw that this morning. Yeah, they're stopping at seven fifty. Yeah, uh, they have such a YouTube presence. Yeah, that the podcast was becoming a little redundant. I think. Yeah, a- and as people who do podcasts and are at one hundred and thirty-five episodes, it's tough coming up with topics and stuff yep. <laughs> right so yeah I, it, it made sense to me when i heard that uh when they announced they're having a big announcement during 740 i figured that might be what it was uh but it's end of an era right yep you know 750 episodes that's a lot of episodes that's a lot of years yeah but that's where they started yep that's uh, what they began as yep and yeah and then uh board and dice have a kickstarter coming Oh, really? They've never oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You take me in it. They've never done a Kickstarter as far as I know. Uh, looks like chunky miniatures yeah. and colorful. I'm curious. It's... Uh... Oh, goodness. I oh, don't remember God, the name. something. You take me in it. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it. Why don't you lead us into our main topic and I'll find the name of this thing. Yeah. Okay, into our main topic. Once more, CFCR. I'm David. This is Shay Lynn. You're listening to Board on the Air. And our main topic is helping that board game gift you're giving somebody go over well. Uh, this was suggested to us from our my wife. as Because you can give somebody a board game for Christmas, and, and we do that frequently. But my fear is it doesn't go over well, or it doesn't get played. And I've had this where I've given a game to somebody, and I'm not sure if they've ever played it. Uh, So what can you do to help that gift go over a little bit better? And 
help the people you're giving it to have a more successful game with it. I would say, and this goes for any time you're, I would say this leans toward, you know, you're buying somebody a board game for a gift. Play it with them beforehand for sure. Okay. Um, if you if like if you're able to, I guess there's some games that are harder to find that you think would still work. But I would play the game with them because if if they play it and they don't like it and you've given it to them already, well then there's nothing you can do. But if you've played it with them and they like it and you think they would play it without you, that has a better chance of going over well. Yeah. Right. Now if you can't play it. I would say playing it with them the first time, if you're not sure the rules are going to be clear enough yeah. for them to understand, uh, can definitely help. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest ones is when you give it to them, you know, set apart some time to teach them that game. Especially if they're newer gamers, that you're taking a bit of a risk on a game to give them to them, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, be there. Uh, a lot of the time, if, if I'm teaching a new game... Uh, with new people, I'll just teach and not play. Yeah. Uh, so you sit there, you answer any questions, you can be that unbiased opinion to help strategy-wise or just any questions that may come up so they can show you their hand and you can say, well, this does this, this does this, that type of idea. I think that's a big thing to help. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, uh, any other... What no. do you think about playing the game beforehand? I, I like the idea of, you know, introducing them to the game beforehand. Like, uh, and it doesn't have to be like right before Christmas and say, oh, we should play this game because you're getting it tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, I like the idea is, you know, if, if there's part of your gaming group or, you know, part of your friend group that you do play games with, you know, bring that game out and pay attention to the games you're playing that they're having fun. Yeah. And... Yeah, I was thinking it more of like a, you've played this game with them and you remember they liked it. So it yep. makes a good game, right? Exactly I guess it's not exactly, it, right? I, I didn't really mean plan to show them this game because you think it's well, the perfect gift. You can. You but, can, but like it's it, it's more, if you're playing games with people, pay attention to that they're having fun, right? Yeah. Uh, and especially if it's somebody you guys, or you exchange gifts with, you know, you know, pay attention. See, see if they really like the game. See if they're really having fun. Talk to talk to them about the game after. Like that's one thing we do a lot of is we finish a game and then we'll discuss that game after we played it. If if it's a new game. Yeah. Uh, what I would uh, not recommend is say somebody doesn't seem that excited or into the game, uh, buying them accessories for the game to try and make them like it. Uh, I speak from experience. Do you guys remember when you gave me the pumpkin trains for Ticket to Ride? Because I wasn't big into playing board games. And you said, hey, would these special trains make your, your game more interesting? You gave them to me for Christmas. Uh, I, we did? Yep. Or did Jordan? No, no, you guys did. Because I, I, you got, you specifically mentioned the, the reasoning saying, hey, would the, I thought these would make your game more fun. Which was sweet. But, you know, doesn't really work. Because you're basically giving somebody something that they're not that interested in and saying, here you go, now you can play it with us more. And it's like, that's not the goal. Well, in a case like that, I think it's more, this is a game you seem to enjoy. And this is an accessory to go with that game. Well, that's fine. Except that I didn't seem to enjoy. 
Oh, I think you were lying. Yeah, yeah. Please, everybody, take it from me. If somebody says they don't enjoy something, don't buy them things for that because it's it's not a gift. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, for sure. And, and it worked out fine for me. I do love those pumpkin trains. Ticket to Ride is a great game. I was honestly one of the games I did kind of enjoy. So but I was right. No, no. It still felt weird when I got them because I was like, I guess... Um, because at the time I really didn't play that many board games or enjoy them that much. Yeah, I think it was more, uh, something small for a stocking. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. same thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm David. And I'm Shay. Have a great night.